Hi, and welcome to Answers News for Mon Monday, January 11th, 2021. I'm Avery Foley. I'm here with Tim Chafee and Brian hey Osborne. Hey, guys. We have a studio audience. You guys want to clap and say hello to our online viewers? Nice. All right, we've got a couple things here as we get started. Um, the first one I want to mention is the world's largest Christian music festival, oh, yeah. which is coming to the Ark Encounter August 2nd through September 10th um, for 40 days and 40 nights of gospel music. You can guess where we got the 40 days and 40 nights from. That's how long Jesus was in the wilderness? <laughs> True, but no. Nicely done. Well done. Well played. Yes. Let's try and bring some New Testament. Let's we'll have the people in the comments. You can't get do that. We're answers in Genesis. What are you doing going outside of Genesis? Man, come on now. Uh, so this is forty days and forty nights of uh, concerts, of gospel music concerts, um, taking place in the Answer Center at the Ark Encounter next year. Here are just some of the artists that are coming. I think there's over eighty different artists that are going to be part of this event over those forty days and nights, which is pretty exciting. Um, so you can see some of the names there of different people um, that are going to be performing. That um, is a lot of music. A lot, yes. So there's a full schedule of everybody that's coming and what day they're coming and all that good stuff at 40daysofgospelmusic.com. So if you want to go there, see who's coming, plan a visit to come and catch and, some and of your favorite artists. there's also several well-known pastors who are going to be there sure. that are going to be sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, to fit that many people in, 40 days, is it a literal day for those 40 days? I or think so. Okay. It's gonna <laughs> Each day is like a thousand years. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> So if you, um, the cool thing about this particular event is that the concerts are included with your daily admissions. When you visit the yep. Ark Encounter, on the day you visit, you get to take in those concerts. The speakers, absolutely no extra cost to you, which is awesome. Good deal. If you want to attend multiples or all 40 days and 40 nights, you can get an annual pass, and that'll let you come, have free parking and all that for all of those days, as well as visit the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum as many times as you want for the entire year. So I encourage you to go to, our, uh, to the Ark Encounter website or the Creation Museum website to check out annual passes, and you can visit 40daysofgospelmusic.com to see all the people that are coming in the full list, uh, the full schedule and all of that good stuff. Uh, the other thing I want to mention here as people get on is our Answers for Women uh, conference, Truth Uncovering the Lies, we believe, which is coming up pretty quickly here in March. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It is uh, currently sold out for in-person, um, but if you uh, go online to answersforwomen.org, you can actually get a streaming package where you can watch all of the different um, sessions in your own home, and you can watch it with as many other people as you would like. So that's pretty exciting. As long as they're socially distanced, right? Right, yes. Right. <laughs> According to local <laughs> mandates and regulations. And they can also stream it through answers.tv as well, correct? Um, uh, I believe the when you purchase the package, it's streamed through Answers TV. Gotcha. Yes, I believe. Okay. Um, so you can visit answersforwomen.org to get all of the details on that. Um, Heidi St. John's coming. Justin Peter's coming. Ken's going to be there. Dr. Georgia Purdom's going to be It'll there. Be Some really exciting speakers. So be solid. Be sure yep. to, to be sure to check that out. All right, so our first one comes from Down Under. Um, <laughs> Australia's got snake-infested sea foam because it's Australia, and of course they of do. Of course they do, <laughs> exactly. We might as well let Brian talk about this one because, you know, he's, he's, he's been He's going to start place-dropping and... again. He's been to Australia, right, Brian? When I was in Australia, <laughs> I did not go into the sea foam. I knew better. Now, the locals would go. But... You, you just went to all seven states, Well, right? yeah, when I was in northern Australia in the Darwin area, I saw the jumping crocs with no sea foam there. Then I went over to Adelaide, and there was no sea foam there. Then I went over to Perth. Sorry. Okay, anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's a little Sounds video. Like a Trip. <laughs> it was hard. It was rough. Insane sea foam, <laughs> and people are playing in it. And I just—it's so nasty. I—I I just don't understand why anyone in their right mind. Why it's just sea foam? Is, Look at how gross it looks. Is that it's, their, it's just the sea foam coming and mixing with the sand a little bit. You can wash off in the water. It's, it's their version of snow. <laughs> 
right. It also potentially has sea snakes in it. So which are no. some of which are very deadly. No, no, yes. no. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the locals aren't really that scared of them, but, yeah, it would make sense to be scared of them. I, I would think so, but, you know, anyway, that's the news out I of Australia Ken for this. I would go into the sea foam. I have a feeling. you think Ken would go? I don't think so. You don't think that's so? my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, maybe. No. Maybe he's watching and he'll text us. I'm not going to weigh in for that reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next one here. Do we have to cover this article? in a very different direction. Um, oh. It's coming from Not the Bee, which... Um, just this headline from them. I love Not the Bees headlines. They would do such a good job on them. The Pennsylvania Health Department issued guidelines for Rona-free orgies. And in other news, our nation deserves the just wrath of a holy God. I agree with that part. You did read that correctly. Yes. My favorite part is the second line, which is yes. uh, we really do deserve God's wrath. But wow. He is so merciful and so gracious. So patient. So we're going to kind of not go into a lot of the details about this. You can go to Not the Bee but, and but they're find issuing, the article yeah, if you they're want issuing to. guidelines if you're going to parties where you may end up Having uh, intercourse intercourse with multiple, multiple partners, people. multiple people. Make sure you do it wearing a mask. safely with a, with a mask and don't yeah don't wash kiss, your hands. Yep. And um, all of limit that. limit your number of partners. Yep. Well, and they said this basically: the government of Pennsylvania wants you to know that these mass orgies are okay as long as you don't commit any COVID sins. In the process. I thought that was a good way of phrasing it. It really was. Because they're all they're okay with mm-hmm. you breaking God's rules mm-hmm. if you hold to their rules about COVID. Uh, and I guess we often say this is just showing a, a new morality being imposed, mm-hmm. being imposed and trying to culture, act like this is government. normal. Like people are just normally doing this, yeah, yeah. and you couldn't possibly have self-control to not do this. So here's how you can do it and not maybe spread coronavirus while you're doing right, it. Right, because if you usually meet your partners online, consider taking a break from in-person dates. Is one of the yeah, and, and just watch videos online, just watch pornography. So they're literally advocating for pornography mm-hmm. online. They're advocating for Orgies. Now, this is the same, the same Institute of Health of Pennsylvania. The, the leader of that is the person who identi- they identify as transgender. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yep. they yep. were the one who pulled the, their own mother out of nursing home right before the coronavirus. Patients were forced back into nursing homes and a whole bunch of people in Pennsylvania died. That's the same individual. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a disgusting article. I don't yeah. know that we need yeah. to elaborate on it, but it just shows you. We read it for what, you. You're welcome. Yes, All right. of what the, not the yeah. bee wrote at the very end, I thought was very accurate. Um, our nation needs the hope of Christ more than ever. And then yep. they quoted from Romans chapter one, Amen. where God gives them up to the lust of their hearts and impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who yep. is blessed forever. When we, when as a nation get away, yeah, amen. When you get away from Not the truth A1. of God's yeah. word, this is what happens. It just uh, slides into more and more depravity as, uh, as, a, as a culture. We're worshiping the creature rather than the creator and obeying what It's almost like they're having a contest says. to see who can be more and more absurd. Oh, yes. And more yes. and more anti-Christian. It's, it's, Anti-God. Yes. It's like they have a, a office pool or something like that to see which state or which guidelines <laughs> can be the craziest. And Somebody's betting on this. Pennsylvania the right are. now you're winning, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, I don't know. California, so. they're going to be right up in there. Um, oh, they'll top it soon. Oh, man. I feel right. like we should have Romans 1 just always on display as we go through Answers uh, News the anymore. The theme verse for Answers right, just News just is leave just it on there all of Romans chapter yeah. 1, basically. All right. All right uh, we'll move on from that one. Uh, this article from Science Daily, Discovery Boost Theory that Life on Earth Arose from RNA, DNA, 
DNA mix. So um, we've talked quite a bit on the show, particularly in the last couple of weeks, about the origin of life. Where did life come from? There's all these different ideas that have been thrown out um, and all kinds of problems with all the different ideas. Um, but one that seems to be gaining traction, the one that's mentioned in this article, is the idea that DNA and RNA came at the same time, which is pretty convenient. Um, and instead of RNA came first, some people think, some people think DNA came first. Well, right. the theory that seems to be gaining the most traction is RNA and DNA came together, and this particular study says they think that, yeah. have an idea how that might have happened. A new mechanism, a new chemical reaction of some sort that somehow may support their idea that plausibly these two things came to existence at the same time, roughly. And, and by the way, just understand that they... they dive into this topic so often because it's such a big problem in the evolutionary worldview. How do mm -hmm. you get life from non-life? It goes against multiple scientific laws. Right. And yeah. so you'll see many articles like this that'll say, we think we found a new theory that might explain how this could have happened. If you look very closely, you see those words might, could, plausibly. Like, like this one. Uh, they demonstrated a simple yeah. compound called DAP, that's the abbreviation, which was plausibly present on Earth before life arose, could have chemically knitted together. So plausibly, plausibly present. Yeah, could yeah, have. It might have yeah. been there and could have done this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of storytelling going on in here. What they do is they, they come up with this idea of what they think it might have been like, and then they do experiments to see if they can develop something like that. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and a whole bunch of just-so stories and... Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of story time. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And doesn't explain how you can get an entire information system, which is what DNA is, a very complex information system, and then have it, the ability to read that information system. So the information isn't just sitting there. No one can read it. It's Or useless. where the matter came from in the first place. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the information in the yeah. first place, right? And yeah. to be organized. And mm -hmm. what's really instructive about these sorts of things, if you'll watch, now, of course, the evolutionists, they will, they will come together and they will deny God, deny creation wholesale. Of course, they'll do that. But if you watch them talk amongst themselves, they'll shred their own ideas about these sorts of things, right? So mm -hmm. give it a little bit. I'm sure somebody will come up and say, no, even in the evolutionary worldview, this is impossible for X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. And we see that happen yeah. very often. And I just mentioned to these guys earlier, as you look at this, they have this quote. They said, this finding is an important step toward the development of a detailed chemical model of how the first life forms originated on the earth. And actually, it's not. It's absolutely not. And it's going in not the wrong close. direction. Mm -hmm. And what's so sad to me and to us so often is that you have some really smart people who are applying their intellect in the absolute wrong direction, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They're, not even, they're not even the ballpark and so they're wasting all their time, all their effort, all their resources, all their intellect on this false ideology. It leads to wrong conclusions. If they started with a God's word and mm -hmm. built on that, they could make some most likely very big gains in real science. Absolutely. Yeah. How come you didn't pronounce the, the scientist's name in this one? I thought you were going to. Uh, <laughs> it's about 12 syllables I long. leave these names alone Butcher unless forced <laughs> to engage it. Avery, you're very articulate. Why don't you go for it? <laughs> um, we'll move on to the next one here. So Science <laughs> Daily, done. instead of butchering people's names because we could not pronounce that one. Neanderthals buried their dead. New evidence. Uh, so this is part of the ongoing discussion about Neanderthals and the more and more research that's been done to show that they did things that humans did because they, they're they humans. Painted, they made musical oh. instruments. They buried their dead. Or makeup. Yeah. Makeup. Or jewelry. jewelry. 
all right. kinds of things. So this is talking about, so there's, I guess there's been debate, um, this article talks about the debate, about whether or not they actually buried their dead. Um, and so this particular study um, looked at the, um, it was actually interesting how they did this. They looked at the um, uh, excavation notebooks from back in the 70s from a group of scientists that excavated a uh, two-year-old child, a two-year-old Neanderthal child that they found in France. And they looked back at those notebooks and, did, and looked at some of the bone fragments that were found and were able to determine that based on the positioning and based on um, how the sediment was laid and things, this child was buried purposefully. It wasn't, it didn't just fall right, The sediment around the bones was not the exact same as the other one. Because, and the angle. Because it had been cut out yeah, yeah. or carved right, out. And yeah. then, yeah, the, the, all the bones were laid in one particular direction, whereas the other ones were just kind of scattered haphazardly. And uh, yeah, so it's an interesting um, forensic study. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. This, this, this article is actually pretty interesting. We would disagree with the timing. You know, when sure. they say 41,000 years ago, um, again, we would say this is post-flood. These are fully human. Yep. And we talk mm -hmm. about that in the Creation Museum in our new exhibit, the starting points. We talk about Neanderthals being fully human, part of the humankind. Mm -hmm. and, um, so we're very clear about that uh, in the exhibit because they are. Yep. And they, mm -hmm. And if you look around today, you look at the, the people around you, you'll find distinct features in people today that are in some cases similar to Neanderthals, where you got you know, bigger eyebrow ridges, where they're short and stocky. Why or, are you looking at me for the uh, eyebrow ridges, no, Brian? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not short and stocky. Yeah, no. I'll be Definitely more, yeah, uh, compared to you, I'll be short and stocky, yeah. right? And some of the variations in skull sizes and even skeletal frames, still within the variational um, possibility for humans, but very distinct. And yeah, if you saw somebody it. walking down the street like that, you wouldn't think twice. You would not, mm -hmm. no. And so there's a bit of chronological snobbery here because we've got a lot of evidence from the past that the Neanderthals buried their dead. But they didn't like this in the article because it was old research. They wanted to use their new methods, right? But it does just reaffirm what we already knew, that they buried their dead, they're fully human. They're fully human, made yeah. in the image of God, descendants of Adam and Eve, um, just like us. People who lived after the flood, descended through Noah and his sons. And they ended the Tower of Babel, broke up the people groups. Uh, all right, this next article, from, also from Science Daily, scientists and philosopher team up, propose a new way to categorize minerals. Uh, so this is talking about... <laughs> Doesn't that sound like the setup to a bad joke? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just you put those two together. And, yeah. That's what I thought about the article. True. So this is talking about a new evolutionary approach to classifying minerals based on their supposed evolutionary history, their supposed evolutionary formation, um, to try and classify them according to the historical context, as the article puts it. Rather than their chemical makeup. Right. Which, right. Is, how yes. we which is how they've done traditionally it in the past. Do it. Yeah. Which would make sense. So it, it's essentially trying to think of, think of like the evolutionary tree that you've seen in biology textbooks. Now think of that in terms of the minerals. That's what yeah. they're, Mineral they're saying. Mineral tree. Uh, some diamonds came about, you know, just 5,000 years ago because of, uh, you know, a, a meteorite or something like that. And some Hitherians, of them, yeah. they've, they've been around for a billion years, slowly forming. And, and so they've got to be classified differently rather, rather than the same thing. Right. And it's, it's pretty silly. Um, but they're assuming evolution. Starting points impact everything, even very, how you classify yeah. minerals. It, right. it impacts every, uh, everything because it is a starting point and, issue. Yeah. They say our new evolutionary approach to classifying minerals complements the existing protocols and offers the opportunity to rigorous, rigorously document Earth's history. No, you're already making up a story about Earth's history and mm -hmm. then well, forcing that into that story and then saying, see, now we can better explain the story. Exactly. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're actually using evolutionary history to explain the features of the minerals and then using the features of the minerals to confirm evolutionary history. Right. Right? It's a circular you know, mm -hmm. framework in philosophy, as you were saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But you see that again and again in the evolutionary worldview. And by the way, we don't fault them for having a worldview. Everybody does. You can't get away from that. We would just say their foundation, which is not God's word, Mm -hmm. their worldview is incorrect because it's not rooted in God's word. Absolutely. All right. The next one is actually some good news. We don't Ooh. actually get to talk about good news too often on the show. Can we talk on this for like 10 minutes? Show. Can we camp here just um, for a long time? So this is, this is exciting. Good news to talk about. <laughs> Hungary upholds traditional marriage, bans LGBT adoption with new constitutional amendment. Who's moving to Hungary? So the, <laughs> the Hungarian parliament has just passed a constitutional amendment to formally define legal marriage as a union between one man and one woman in order, because they, they claim that this, the family is the basis for survival of a nation. Wow. I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, I love this one statement. I mean, think about a couple of things as we read this statement. Hungary protects the institution of marriage as the association between a man and a woman and the family as the basis for the survival of a nation. And if you read the amendment, it goes on to say, the foundation of the family is marriage and the parent-child relationship. The mother is a woman. The father is a man. Now, a couple of things about that. Avery, you mentioned earlier that this statement wouldn't make sense like 10 years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, even 10 years ago, like when you define like parent-child relationship, you wouldn't think you'd have to say not just father and mother, but father is a man and mother is a woman. Like you'd never have to get that right. specific, even just a few years ago. But it shows how quickly our culture is just going down that path. And, and then also with that, I was going to say too, this statement by our cultural standards today is radical. Yeah. They look at this thing. Wow, how, how it is. Yeah, it's hateful. Yeah. It's intolerant. It's immoral. In fact, we'll probably get people proposing that in certain states or the government saying you can't travel to Hungary. Oh, they'll, well, not they'll, they'll oh, forbid sure. their, their right, officials yeah. from yeah. going there at all. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen no, that point. in different states yep. and different yep. things uh, here know, in the United what, States. What's amazing to me, just thinking while we're talking about this issue, can you imagine, Avery, you're too young, but Brian, um, <laughs> think back to the 80s. Yeah. You know? Nope, oh, yeah. can't do it. Uh, <laughs> parachute you pants all ready to go. My parents uh, were just meeting at the end of the 80s. So. Watch Rocky. But <laughs> the USA, bastion of freedom, morality. I mean, I know they're immoral people and everything, but when you yeah. look at Russia, the Eastern Bloc countries and everything, that was the evil empire and everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How much have things switched in so many ways? I mean, you look yeah. at the, how much Poland is standing up against a lot of the immorality that's mm-hmm. going on in yeah. now Hungary. And so you've got these Eastern Bloc countries that used to be we would look at them as being highly immoral that are actually taking stands on biblical principles. Meanwhile, the U.S. is throwing <laughs> biblical principles away as fast as they possibly can. State mm-hmm. governments are advocating for orgies. Yeah. That's where we're at as a nation, right? Yeah, <sighs> it's, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, here's our next one. Are you sure? Do we have to leave that article? Can we, can we just camp out for you just a little <laughs> bit longer on the good news? Oh, we got to talk about Equaterra. No. So, Welcome to Equaterra, where gender equality oh. is real. So this is from the UN. UN I'm, I'm going to let you guys cover this one. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave on this one? Know, right? Oh, my word. So they start out this article with breaking news. We found a country that has achieved gender equality. And then they have, all, they have this picture of Equateria, which, of course, is just a country they made up. Oh, um, means equal land. Right. With all, and then they have all these pictures of different parts of the city. So we'll go through them here. So the first one here is Unstereotype Avenue. And on Unstereotype Avenue, people can be whatever they want to be without anyone questioning that or putting any kind of limits on anybody. Can they be a Bible-believing Christian? Probably not. I'm okay. guessing based on the other things we're going to look at in Equaterra, that is not a choice that you can make in this particular Can they country. be a mass murderer? 
I mean, if that's what's true for that person, that's how they get a joy Only and that's if their it's purpose unborn. in life. Only if they're unborn. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to true. that as yeah, we yeah. get through. Um, so. so you have that, and then you have... So on, on Stereotype Avenue, they have a billboard with two women. Mm -hmm. um, plan your wedding, and it's a picture of two women getting married. Um, so there's a start. You'll see things like that mm -hmm. many more times. you got two women holding hands, walking a dog. you see it again and again. Yeah. And, and there's something I want to mention on the outset, and I think we'll just see it again and again throughout this whole article. They say that Equaterra, their imaginary place, they're, what they're hoping to implement for the world, basically, right. this, is this, their this utopia. idealistic version this of the, the utopia, utopia of what Earth right? could be if we would all just follow these. I agree with them, yeah, basically. Yeah, agree with them. And, so, and they say in this place, diversity is celebrated, not feared. And a culture of acceptance dominates the hearts and the minds of the people who are there. Bear in mind, that's patently false because diversity of any sort is actually feared to the uttermost because everybody must be the exact same. There's no diversity. The There's yes. no Think celebration. Just like you see in the universities today where you, need, you can't allow any other perspectives. They, right. they refuse mm -hmm. to allow anybody to come in with different perspectives. Right. Mm -hmm. Diversity is feared, ironically so. Yes, right? and, yeah. and we say this all the time as a ministry. Any non-biblical worldview will inherently eventually blow itself up. It's going to be mm -hmm. self-contradictory. And we see it right here on the face of it at the beginning of the article. Mm -hmm. uh, so the next one, when you leave on Stereotype Avenue, you can take a stroll down violence-free alley. <laughs> Not for um, very long, though, because you're probably going to get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Bible-believing Christian. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> The whole idea here is that women well, will be able to walk home alone and not be worried about just, being assaulted or anything. I'm just thinking of what anything. happened in Seattle. I mean, just this last year. Yes. Chop yeah. or Chaz. You oh, know, yeah. Here they're going to have this little utopian thing for three or four city blocks, and you get murdered. You get you know, people shot. And, but it's supposed to be free from all of that stuff yeah. because you don't have government authorities telling you that you can't do things. Yeah, people's hearts are sinful. Mm -hmm. It's like they, <laughs> they think in this that if you just educate people enough and if everybody is just tolerant and accepting then we'll get rid of sin, basically. Like, they, they're yeah. not acknowledging the well, sinful hearts of man sin, and the really. true state of, of us. It's, it's the whole idea that people are basically good, and if they're just educated enough, then we can get rid of these you things. Know, they they one, say... Oh, sorry. Uh, one of my favorite lines in this one, they're taught to walk with their keys between their fingers in case they're attacked, or they're, they don't have to worry about being judged for the clothes that they wear. Um, now, they're talking about how... This is about for, for women and everything, but... Mm -hmm. Men usually don't judge women for the clothes that they wear often, do they? I mean, it's a lot of times it's women, women judging women, judging yeah. other women about that. And <laughs> Avery, you speak to that, that so true? we don't get in trouble, please. <laughs> Is that true? I mean, please, you yeah, take over there. Well, oh. the thing I liked about this one is they say domestic violence is a rare occurrence because there are strong laws against it and services to support victims. Yeah. So all that we need to stop something is strong laws yeah, against it. Yeah, murder never happens. There's laws against it, so murder right, never happens. Exactly. Wait, wait. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. That's don't not we have going strong to, laws right now? Right. It's not going to erase the sinful hearts of people just because there's strong laws against it and services to support those who are victimized. That, that, doesn't, not, that doesn't follow, and it really goes back to their presupposition that every person is basically good we have to get rid of all these things that hold, you know, as long as we're inclusive, as long as we're tolerant, then we'll have utopia. That's what's keeping people from getting along when that's not the case at all. And as we're engaging people with this worldview and equipping ourselves and our kids and grandkids to engage people who have this worldview, a great thing to do, of course, we do all this in love, do it in a winsome way, do it in a Christ-glorifying way, but as we engage them, challenge their presuppositions, mm -hmm. challenge yeah. the foundation to their worldview, because notice what they're assuming inherently without having any real foundation for it. They're assuming that people have inherent value, that men and women have equal inherent value. Now mm -hmm. they do, 
But in what worldview does that actually come out of? And that is the biblical worldview where God made man and woman in his image. That only makes sense in a biblical worldview. It doesn't come from an evolutionary worldview where you are just matter. Right? We're just, just, you're just rearranged pond scum? We are big bags of flesh of mostly water, of chemical reactions happening inside of us. One Mm -hmm. day we'll stop reacting and die. That's all we are. If that's all we are, why care what one chemical reaction does to another chemical reaction? In the biblical worldview, it makes sense. And so you can show people their worldview has no foundation for the value they love so much. Mm -hmm. And it's a powerful way to show them that, hey, there's a better worldview out there, the right one, the true one, God's. Mm Mm-hmm. So you leave Violence Free Alley and you can go to Equal Pay Street um, where, you know, everyone gets paid the same for the work that they do. And I I love how this just is like they talk about how, you know, men and women both have unlimited opportunities to do do all the same things and get paid the same. And they, they never address that. Maybe the reason that sometimes there's different, there's inequalities in how many men do a certain job versus how many women is because men and women are different and choose to pursue different careers because God didn't create us to be the exact same. We're created equal in the image of God, but we're different, we're distinct. And that kind of explains why you have women tend to pursue certain things and men tend to pursue certain other things. Right, that's what the stats tend to show, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you leave Equal Pay Street and you can stop by the recycling plant where you can recycle your toxic masculinity. I thought okay. this was about equality. How come it's always men that are being right. attacked? In That's this? a good I mean, point. They yeah. do throughout, throughout this article, they are repeatedly attacking men. Mm-hmm. Well, because but, it goes yes. to the Marxist philosophy, the critical theory ideology, yes. that men, especially Caucasian men, at least in our Western society, they are the main oppressors. And so they're the ones who really need mm-hmm. to be corrected or gotten rid of or changed. And then you can go to Inclusion Square. Where everyone oh, is welcome. But before included. we get to Inclusion Square, we got to oh. point out that it says nearly 800,000 people die by suicide in the world each year, which is roughly oh, one yeah. death of every every 40 seconds. And that, that's tragic. That's very it sad. Mm-hmm. Suicide among men is four times higher than among women. Wait, why is that the case? That the women are the ones who are always being oppressed and discriminated against and everything. They're the ones who have so much more stress and everything. Don't you think that they would be the ones who are... In that worldview, people who are more oppressed are more likely to commit suicide because they're oppressed. We we hear it all the time with the LGBT arguments where they say, you know, the suicide rates are much higher in in that community. And they'll say, well, it's because Christians have been, you know, saying that they're sinners or because of other things, you know, because of pressures from family. And well, look, some of those things can bear on that. But then why is it that men, if they're the ones who are the oppressors, why are they four times more likely to commit suicide? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense in their worldview. Maybe it's because Mm -hmm. men are routinely discriminated against in our culture. And again, why I know that care? People don't like to think that, but that's that's what we're seeing, right? And, and again, even with the you know, why care that men oppress women in their worldview? Yep, wouldn't make mm-hmm. any sense in their worldview. All right, so getting back to Inclusion Square, where everyone yeah, yeah. feels welcome and included, unless by this point you probably guessed, unless you're someone who holds to what the Bible says about various things, you're not going to be included here Disagree at all. Disagree with them. Yeah. Um, and so here you've got, you know, all these different, you've got obviously men holding hands, you've got, all, you know, all these different um, individuals, and they're all included, they're all, and what I thought was interesting about this is you have different people who are represented here who have a disability, and they mm-hmm. they talk about how it's accessible for those living with disabilities. What they don't mention anywhere throughout this article, though, is after they talk about what they want things to be, they do a reality check part where they're like, but actually this is how things are in the real world. They never mention the literal genocide that's going on against individuals who have disabilities who are yet to be born. In their world, their Equiterra, where as we get further into it, they have access to free abortions, those who have disabilities are going to be discriminated against or are going to be killed before they're born because that's what we see happening around the world 
So what? How is that inclusive? They, how is, like, they also don't, they don't ever address that. They also don't explain some of the issues here. So they show two. They talk about two men watching their son play mm-hmm. on the yeah. playground, and then but then they say, um, sixty-eight countries have laws that ex- explicitly criminalize by law consensual sexual relations between partners of the same sex, and eleven of these such relations are punishable by death. Which countries are those? Are they? Countries that are founded on Christian values, do, do we have any where you have death penalty just for that? I would or guess Muslim nations. They're Islamic nations, mm-hmm. but they won't ever point they that won't, out. They won't point that out. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can leave Inclusion <laughs> Square and take a stroll on Climate Action Street Ooh. where there are no deniers of climate change. So if you don't hold to the, you don't toe the line on that, then you're not welcome in Equitarian. You see women either. leading the charge in equal footing with men. Yes. Wait. They're leading, but they're, which one is it? Are they yeah, equal yeah. or are they leading? Which, <laughs> yeah, that which by the way, sense. so many of our science articles, they are on Climate Action Street, right? Yes, They are always definitely. coming back to, you know, we need this new change because of climate change. Yeah, we got to get through this one, but yeah, all right. Equal so, Representation Avenue. Equal Representation Avenue, which is similar to what we've talked about before, where you have, you know, men and women equally doing everything, which, again, doesn't reflect the differences God created in us. And then Education Boulevard, yep. where education is a top priority. Priority. Everyone gets to be educated. Um, and it's interesting that Education Boulevard is located next to Freedom Avenue, where there's a reproductive health center, a.k.a. an abortion clinic. And where it says, comprehensive education about sexuality and sexual reproductive health and rights is part of the school curriculum available to everyone except for all the babies that you killed. Yep. They are not eligible for that. And they're mm-hmm. going to educate you in their philosophy, in their worldview, mm-hmm. and you are allowed into Equaterra if you agree with them wholeheartedly, yes. but you're not free to disagree with them probably on any point. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how you know, you'll have the freedom to choose your identity, the freedom to choose how many children you have, and to have control over your own body, which of course there's just a euphemism for abortion, yeah. which is not about your body. It's about the body of a child that is growing inside of you, um, which is not your body. Um, it's I'm a reminded of Proverbs. Body. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end, the end is the way of death. death. And that's, I mean, mm-hmm. this is where human thinking that is apart from Scripture, what it leads to. It's yeah. just absolute nonsense. And, and absolute the people who nonsense. look at this, there are people who read through that and think this sounds amazing, that it sounds wonderful. Yeah. And yet if it were actually to play out, if it would play out, you would see how terrible it actually is. And these ideas mm-hmm. have been played out in different ways throughout history, right? right. And we see the results of that. And again, mm-hmm. we should just remember that this is nothing new. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun to go back to Solomon on these issues. And we're still called to be mm-hmm. what God's called us to be, his children, the salt and light of this world, proclaiming his truth for his glory, and watching him work through us, no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, even if we're in Equitera, Equitera, whatever it is. Even there, we stand bold. Do we have time to real quick do this last one? Sure. I think think we can cover a couple of points here. All right. So the next one, global warming will unearth never before seen viruses. Uh, So this is talking about how, and this is super encouraging. We are in the age of pandemics. (laughs) So when I read this at first, I I didn't look at the author's name and, and the background and everything. When I read it, I thought, this is not very well written. Like it really shouldn't have been published. And then I realized it was an article written by kids on a site that kids can can upload. Yeah. And it seemed like it was something that was written by a maybe a junior high student. And you don't say that in a derogatory sense. You just no, I'm it's not, not saying, but, a scientist but, writing this right, basically. Yeah. Right, so yeah. the point here is not to criticize the kid. I mean, they did a better job than I would have done writing papers back. I would have <laughs> sloughed it True. off to the last minute. Um, <laughs> But, but it shows the, you. It shows the fear that yes, they're living with. Yes, what children are and learning. The Greta mindset. You if read you will. through this, and it is just 
so full of fear and fear mongering. Yeah. And as climate change um, increases and the glaciers continue to melt, you're going to have all this meltwater that's going to go into these rivers and these viruses that have been locked away in, in the evolutionary worldview for hundreds of thousands, millions of years. All of a sudden, humans are going to be exposed to them and it can create these horrible pandemics. They're going to wipe everybody out. Like just the amount of fear that's in here. And that's what the, this generation is growing up with because they're being constantly told it says that, that narrative. It says we have failed to live in harmony with nature. We have escalated our demands upon the environment. Today, we are losing living species at an unknown rate. Okay, well, I could make fun of the at an unknown rate, but look, we've failed to live in harmony with nature. Yeah. From an evolutionary right. worldview, we are nature. Right. We're that's part right. of nature. You can't criticize. If you're going to say mm -hmm. that sure. we've got to take care of well, that's us too. We can do what we want to do if we're at the top of the food follow. chain. Mm -hmm. So it's, just, it's yeah. completely illogical from that perspective. From a biblical worldview, we're called to be good stewards of what God has given us. Right. Mm -hmm. He's given us dominion over this world. We should take care of it, mm -hmm. and we should be involved in I, I would say conservation efforts, but not mm -hmm. to the point where you're worshiping nature the, or yeah, know. creature rather right. than the creator. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's that the balanced view that scripture brings and the true history of the universe, which explains um, the world we see around us. But that's all the time that we have yep. for today. So be sure to join us next time. Um, we'll see you then. Bye, guys.